Hey everybody and welcome to the Comic Book Companion Podcast. Each week, I read comic books and discuss them book club style, page by page, with my friend and co-host, Connor Shackelford. Each week will consist of two issues that you will know about ahead of time, so you can read along with us. Now remember, you should read those books, because everything is going to be spoiled from here on out. At the end of each episode, you'll get our contact information so you can contribute to the conversation and you'll receive your homework assignment for the next episode. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get started. What's up, guys? This is the Comic Book Companion Podcast. Uh, We're back with issues 5 and 6 of all new X-Men 2015. That's right. X-Men. Yeah. Um, Michael's a bit sick, so I'll be doing most of the talking here today. Real um, sick. But we're <laughs> here, we're dedicated to comic books, we're yeah. ready to talk books. Um, Let's do it. Alright. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> did you listen to the little mini thing I did to kind of have some filler? I did. Okay. That was great. Yeah. I'm glad that you filled in. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Had some stuff come up to where we couldn't record and just different things and and you're really knowledgeable about comic books, so um, it, I love it. That comes you in read handy as sometimes. much as you do, and so being able to talk about it is fantastic. Okay, cool. I was just, yep. That's just the. I'll try. I might try to do that like once a month, just for like, hey, here's what I'm reading right now. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so look, be on the lookout for the, those. If the people that listen didn't like it, tough. Yeah. We do what we want to do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm really loopy on cold medicine, so <laughs> things are fine. Um, this issue opens with uh, the Blob has already beaten the Wolverine to kind of a pulp. Yeah, he's got a super bloody fist. Yeah, um, and he's still trying to get his weird creatures cooked. Um, yeah, and you're going to notice this throughout this issue. I think like he just hauls this thing around. Oh, yeah. It's really weird how he's just, like, dragging this monster creature around. He wants it cooked bad. He just one-arms this thing for most of the issues. Yeah, um, it's, it's weird. So we he pulls it off of Angel, and he's like, oh, yeah, this kid's still here. Um, right. And Angel is not happy about what he did to Laura. Uh, so he, like, flares up his wings and tries to act all big. And right. then he immediately runs over to Laura and just sees her in the the comic doesn't show us what kind of condition she's in, but it's probably the worst she's ever looked. Yeah, um, it has to be pretty bad with the way that he's reacting. Yeah, he's just like, "Oh God, uh, anyone else would be like, this is what dead looks like," is what he says. Right, to and like it has to be super bad because he's like seen her with her skin burned off. Right, so this has to be like internal organs coming out bad. Something uh, like this isn't good. And then it cuts to Beast dealing with some new technology. Yeah, uh, it looks like he, maybe he's finally been shown, uh, like, Twitter or something. Right, yeah. Something along those lines. And he um, is just like, oh, my, the destination's up on the... Like, he's talking about how new, newfangled technology works and how, like, a news feed spread all over the world in real time, and that's crazy to him. Right. And he just gets meat. With a fist. <laughs> that is just right the biggest fist. <laughs> the biggest fist. Just right into a dumpster. 
because like even Be Beast isn't a small dude. No, and then he's that not. Giant fist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This. Yeah. This fist takes up a good third of the panel. It's on. <laughs> uh, he wakes up dazed, and I love this line from Blob here, where he's like, "Well, you teeny popper X-Men, just let me eat." And there's like an expletive marked out, but I'm gonna. I read that as let me effing eat. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and I love it because this is like old school blob. Like the teeny bopper line. Like oh, it's great. That's like old school and like straight out of uh, the 90s X-Men animated. Yeah, cartoon. the cartoon. Um, also, sorry if my... I'm just gonna bring this up for the uh, people here. Sorry if my audio sounds a bit blown out. I'm having some mic issues with my actual USB mic, so I'm using my... A actual desktop mic like the one built into my laptop right now i think you're all right little buddy Things okay are fine. yeah um so now, then it, oh. now that now that i thought about it the teeny bopper line i think came from juggernaut in the x-men animated series <laughs> that sounds like something juggernaut would say you teeny bopper you teeny bopper x-men i'm getting blob and Juggernaut. Also, yeah, and he's kind of in a juggernaut pose right there, too. He really is, just, like, stomping through a car. And there he is, swinging that monster <laughs> thing again, like I was saying earlier. That thing's like, dead, right? <clears throat> that thing like is he killed really it? dead. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he's just, like, swinging around this corpse. This really wants carcass for probably days now. Right, um, right. And then we cut to ID, which... I forgot about this in Wolverine and the X-Men, so this was cool to see this part of ID's character show up again. Um, she's in Notre Dame de Paris, and um, yeah. she's like, yeah, I didn't expect to be this bad. Like it, it looks like she's talking to someone. She's like, I didn't expect to be this back so soon either, not after the last time. But I saw well, you... She is talking to someone. She is, she is talking to the Lord. Yeah, she is. And, uh, Which, yeah, because I didn't know anything about her, so just, like, reading this comic the way that it is. Yeah, she's kind of like, I didn't um, realize she's religious. Yeah, which, um, is an aspect we only really see Marvel-wise in, like, Daredevil and Nightcrawler, so. Right, right, uh, right. It's cool to see another, um, another mutant try to cope with religion, or, like, try right. to, like, you know, balance her religious beliefs with what she is. And I um, love that, like, as she's, like, walking through this church, it's almost like she can't control her powers, Oh yeah, like turning the flames and the candles to ice and stuff. Um, and she just yells at this uh, statue. We need to talk. Um, yeah, let's cross here. And then we get uh, the Cyclops part of this story, which I kind of like. the The next issue does this too, where it it kind of cuts between what each member of the team is doing. Yeah, kind of all yeah. at the same time, but they're just in different parts of the. Right, I like story, the I like yeah. the formatting here. Um, right. So Cyclops is up at some kind of uh, concession souvenir stand here <laughs> and bought a $30 novelty soccer ball. Sucker. <laughs> uh, they saw a, uh, a lunch, tourist. Lunch money well spent, says 70s Cyclops <laughs> here. What a nerd. Right. Um, he, he's messing around with the ball. It goes down a dark alley. And he's just like smooth, Summers. Real smooth. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and this this right here, so he, uh, he um, the ball gets thrown back at him, and it says, let's play on it. That's creepy as hell. Really creepy. I didn't know where this was going to go at first, 
And some, uh, Scott's like, who's there? And uh, the voice is like, come and see. And this was this is totally Blob, right? Because no, then he yeah. crashes through the building, like Blob through the ball back. Oh, no, that was that was Toad. Yeah, this is yeah, Toad. That because was Toad. if you look back at that panel where Cyclops is buying the ball, Toad is off to the right side. Oh, okay, I didn't see that. Yeah, that totally is Toad. He's standing in the alleyway. Old drunkard, oh, a little old drunkard toad. Can't talk. That's hard to say. That's hard. Are you sure you're not on the medicine? I'm off the painkillers. And then, okay, so this is where Blob gets crushed through the same wall that he was looking at, like in the alley, because Cyclops gets pushed back here. As he's still dragging that monster with him. Yeah, and Hank's now holding on for his dear life. Um, a good good comic sound effect coming up here with the Cyclops Kazat. Yep. Oh, and the, I forgot about this. So Angel, it cuts back to Angel and Wolverine, and you just see Angel's reaction to like Wolverine's body putting itself back together. Which is <laughs> nuts, cause like you're reading those words, like the action words, and, like you could totally <laughs> hear them. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's that's messed up. Snap, fuck, slurp, crook, um, crook, yep. And uh, his only reply to this is, "Good God, Laura!" And he throws up. Exactly. Uh, Which I understand. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would not. I feel like if I saw a Wolverine heal from a wound, I I wouldn't be able to do it. Right. Um, and then my personal favorite part of this issue here. <laughs> Because um, I get to see Kid Apocalypse talk to gay Iceman. Um, right. And we see Iceman trying in vain to... I guess the other kid's flirting with him. Um, I swear that Iceman, without knowing it, has so much game. In his <laughs> he does. Like, all the guys want him. It's and, hilarious. And, um... <laughs> You're telling me then no, you don't want to come out with me, even though you can't stop smiling. And Kid Apocalypse is on this like like he knows. Right. Um, awkward American mumble flirt meets its match, um, <laughs> and he is like our Iceman is trying to make excuses to this kid about how he can't go out. Uh, he has and to I work. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I love that Kid Apocalypse steps in. He's <laughs> like, hey. No, it's cool. No, I'll cover your no, yeah, no, it's cool. I, 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 I work with him. He's a friend of mine. I'll cover his shift. And right. then uh, the store attendant's like, "Sweet, I get to go out on a date." Yeah, right. Uh, I'll just put my number in here. Yeah, he's he's writing his number on this <laughs> man's hand, which is hilarious. <laughs> this kid, this kid's going for it. Um, <laughs> And Iceman's like, I'm getting a little hangry, so I'm just going to grab some, uh, is it crepes? Creeps? Uh, crepes. Crepes, okay, I'm not, yeah, sure. Um, crepes are delicious. Some crepes, and he just backs off, he just has to find an exit of this awkward situation, so that's that's what he says. And then, uh, Kid Apocalypse still wants his shoes. <laughs> so, yeah, so the kid's like, street crepes, and Kid Apocalypse is like, yeah, do you have these in a size 8? Yeah, he still wants his little sneakers. And then, to everyone's surprise, he, he um, Kid Apocalypse buys the sneakers. He walks out of the store, and uh, Iceman actually got crepes. He legit got crepes. <laughs> He's just like, I was gonna get crepes. Come on, crepes are delicious. Right, exactly. Um, and then Kid Apocalypse kind of sits him down and has the talk here. 
where he's like, um, if you want to talk about whatever's happening, we can totally talk about it. And Iceman's right. like, no, I'm good. And this part I love because it's just Kid Apocalypse kind of calling him out about how, um, like, the X-Men are going to accept him regardless. Right. Because he is, Kid Apocalypse is a clone of a, quote, immortal fascist god king. Uh, Exactly. And that fact never comes up, and he, like, they treat him like an X-Man, so. Right, right. Um... And I guess Bobby didn't know that, so he's like, um, until this conversation, I described you as the smiley guy in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of go back and forth. Uh, Bobby's worried about telling Hank, not because of Hank being a homophobe, but because Hank's like his big brother, and like he doesn't want to put that on him right now. Like that kind of pressure. Right. And at first, when I was reading this, I wasn't quite understanding what they were talking about, and I kind of had to like reread it again. And at first, I was like, is Kid Apocalypse trying to hook? Yeah, I was like, oh man, I'm down with this. I was like, that is bananas. <laughs> and then reading it again, it's like, oh no, he's just saying about uh, Hank isn't a homophobe and stuff, and that things would be fine. Yeah, like, you're going to be okay. You're allowed to be who you are. Right. Um, and their their gay talk here gets interrupted by the blob fight happening. Right. Um, and... Iceman says, if you're going to have a big gay soul-searching monologue interrupted by something, it might as well be big, bad, and dangerous. Exactly. Which is great. Um, the writing in this book's so good. It's just amazing that <laughs> this fight completely goes through the, the city of Paris. Oh, yeah. And, um, it's not stopping. It happens to come across each and every <laughs> member of the team. <laughs> They're just, it's like a snowball. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger as it goes. Uh, and uh, so they're, they've collected Kid Apocalypse and Iceman now. Yeah, and uh, Ivy's next. Right. Um, so it cuts back to her still t- trying to, like, come to terms with her faith or, like, try to sort things out with God. Um, right. And, and she's mad at God about... Um, well, I don't even know so much that it's that she's mad at God, but she's like trying to like come to to terms with god and saying that like she's not a bad person and everything with being a mutant and like she's not evil she's kind of accepted who she is right and um i take it she's had so when she was introduced in wolverine and the x-men that was kind of her one character trait was she was religious Right. So, and then throughout that series, they she met like anti mutant like religious groups and stuff like that. So this is probably where that's coming from. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. Um, and then Iceman gets blown through the church window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Hey, I'm here. And um, she's still talking. That doesn't. This doesn't stop her talking to God here. And Iceman's right. just kind of staring. Yeah, he's like, "What is she he's, doing?" He's just like, "Okay." Um, and then my favorite, one of the best exchanges in this issue is, "So IDD talked to God a lot," and um, they're writing it. Iceman's writing her out of the church, and she she's like, "I used to, but now I just mostly yell." Yeah, exactly right. And the fight gets taken back outside. Um, I love this panel with kid apocalypse all wrapped around yeah stretching every blob at first i'm like what's that in his mouth but yeah that's just kid apocalypse's arm he's just all over him um and 
the blob, the great blob line, ARG. <laughs> um, cuts back to Wolverine and uh, Warren. Uh, she's finally fully healed, or mostly fully healed, and she doesn't right. remember what really happened. Uh, Warren kind of ex- kind of explains it, and then that jogs her memory. And he's just like, yeah, he, uh, Blob left right after he murdered you. Um, and then Wolverine's like, ah, it's fine. I don't have to. I'm not, I can't die. What are you talking about? Right. And uh, Warren's not having that. Warren's like, I can't go through this constant trauma anymore. Um, I'm. I want to break up. Right. I'm done. I'm done with this. Which is really messed up. Like she literally just came back to life and gonna <laughs> drop. Yeah. Like, like you just got rezzed and you're just gonna be like, yeah, I, I'm good. Uh, like wait ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Wait till after the blob encounter. Yeah. Um, so, and that's that the, was the end of the episode. Or the episode. <laughs> the issue. And yeah, issue five's wrapped up. So we're gonna take our break here, and uh, we will be back with issue six. Yeah. The Comic Book Companion Podcast is brought to you by me. You guys, I have my own Amazon store and I want your business. But not only do I want your business, I also want you to support the Comic Book Companion Podcast. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com slash shops slash MMMSCCC as in Michael Matthew Moore's Comedy, Comics, and Collectibles, because I'm also a stand-up comedian, but that's not important right now, and fill up your cart with stuff from my shop. Once you're ready to check out, use the promo code COMPANION, and you'll get 15% off your entire order of items from my shop in my shop only. So, anyways, show your support for the podcast by going to my shop at Amazon.com slash shops slash M-M-M-S-C-C-C and enter the promo code COMPANION at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. Now, on to our next issue. Uh, And we're back with issue 6 of All New X-Men. I actually just realized something looking at these uh, title pages here. There's no pickles in either of these issues. (gasps) That hurts my heart. (laughs) That's right. Um, he could have just zapped Blob right on out of there. Right. They could have just fed him a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this is this issue opens with ID with an internal monologue of her calling herself dumb, and uh, she's talking to God, still saying like, "You probably think this whole situation's hilarious, don't you?" And um, which I like this this throughout this entire issue that they, the way that they do this is. You see that she's she's kind of like thinking to herself and stuff. Oh yeah, talking to herself. Yeah, and it's all internally. That's but most of this issue with every character too. Exactly. Yeah, and so yeah. like her boxes are yellow, and then Iceman's are like a bluish white. Yeah. And like, so they're all have the, they all have this internal monologue situation going on. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's issue. it's a cool thing to um, kind of show how each character thinks, like their different thought processes and stuff. Right, exactly. Um, so she's worried about the blob wrecking the church. So she's yeah. trying to stop that, even though Iceman's like, uh, "I'm just gonna, I, I'm just gonna toy with him because that's what I'm good at." <laughs> um, and he's his whole internal monologue in this issue is him being like, he, "Fighting the bad guys isn't the hard part. It's coming to terms with who I am." Like, right. 
I I'm I need to accept that I'm gay. Um, uh, and he brings up what I was always confused about. Um, uh, I don't think it's right here, but um, he brings up the fact that the older Ice Man has been hiding this, which I always thought that they like because the older Ice Man has dated girls before, but sure. Um, that's good that they've confirmed that old Ice Man is gay as well. Um, right, and he just he he hid it. Yeah. And he didn't get to live the life that he wanted to live right. and stuff. And um, Younger Iceman is, like, he's come to terms with it and stuff, and he's out, and he can live the way he wants to live and, like, actually be who he is. Yeah, and he's I guess he's kind of learned from seeing where older Iceman is at with his sexuality. Like, he's like, hey, I can, I can fix this. Right. Um, I really like that Iceman here says, uh, or he's thinking to himself, I just throw a little frost, kick him in the chins. <laughs> <laughs> the chins, plural. Um, and, yeah, and uh, so he goes. He, uh, gets he gets crunched. Oh yeah, lots of crunching. Um, so Iceman gets knocked back. Um, not before Blob slips up on his little ice slide. He uses to get around, and he's heading straight for the church. Um, so right. I- ID makes some fire. Or he, she makes the ice fire. Exactly. And then she kind of like whirls it around Blob and then freezes it again. So It's funny though where he's like, the hell are you up to? <laughs> yeah. You do not want to burn me, girl. And she's like, no one's getting burned. Um, so she makes a little, little fun slide for Blob here. And yeah, he gets just whirled away. Yeah. Yep. Um... So Cyclops here is just like, um, go ID. So he's just kind of watching all this happening. And he's right. like, he's trying to think of like, okay, we can't do what we normally do and try to attack him one-on-one. This is a team situation. Like, we can't do, exactly. we can't do what we used to do. Uh, so he's all like trying to analyze the situation, trying to come up with the best battle tactic. And then he gets hit by a taxi. Yeah, it's a <laughs> rando taxi. <laughs> And uh, Kid Apocalypse's monologue in this um, issue is just, is Scott okay? I just saw him get get hit by a car. Exactly. Um, Witnessed the whole thing. Yeah, so um, we see a man get out of the taxi and it's Toad. Right. Um, And he seems like kind of sad about what he's doing, like he's conflicted. Um, He's just, Kid Apocalypse was in the wrong place in the wrong time. Is what he says, and then he just flicks him with his tongue. Which always, this has kind of bothered me with Toad, his character, anyways. Like, um, is that he uses his tongue for everything? Like, right. I get the whole frog tongue situation, but like, why you gotta go grabbing on Kid Apocalypse <laughs> with your tongue? Just flinging him. Like I, w- I don't know. Like, does his tongue have super strength? I guess. Like, because that, that has to... That's a lot of strength to chuck that kid. Right. In, like, anything. Like, you see him do different stuff. Even, yeah, like... Uh, like webs- Two issues ago when he smashed the TV with his tongue. Right. Like, so does your tongue have all this super <laughs> strength, but your hands can't handle it? Like, I don't get it. Oh, like, uh, Toad's great. Um, uh, I love this version of Toad, though. Oh yeah, old, old, decrepit Toad's great. Um, yeah, drunk, because, barfly because Toad. 
Right, exactly. And, like, because Toad in the past with me, I don't know if it's it was just my interpretation or not, but, like, he's always seemed like a dumb character, like, like not very smart. Yeah. And with this... He's always been kind of like a... ...that he's got going on, he seems like he's a little smarter, like he has some some smarts to him. Like, he at least has a plan dumb. here. Yeah. Like, he's trying to... Yeah. He, he, you can tell he's trying to do something, whereas in a lot of older X-Men runs, he just kind of, like, plays the part of getting beat up. Yeah, exactly, right. Um, so, then we cut to Beast getting punched by Blob, and his... Again. His, again, yes. <laughs> and his internal monologue is um, trying to cope with the fact that all of these apps, like, technology has passed him by. Um, right. And he's trying to, like... It, like he's questioning if he's still smarter or not, and then he's like, the the old beast has had time to adapt, and like he lives, in, he's he's used to this world, and right. um, he doesn't know if he can do that. Like he's worried that he won't be able to catch up mentally, all while he's still just getting beat up. Which is crazy because I thought with this, um, at least with this bottom panel where you see Blob's reflection in the glass. And you see Beast seeing that reflection as well. I thought that Beast was going to move, but he gets <laughs> no, he's put just, through that glass. Yeah, he's just being put through the ringer here. And it's really crazy, too. Like, I mean, I'm sure this isn't an accident, but so Beast, his internal monologue and stuff is about technology and all that kind of stuff. And he gets put through the glass of a uh, cell phone store. Yeah, like an electronic store. So we see a bunch of tablets and iPhones and laptops right. go everywhere. Um, yeah, so I'm like, that was that was interesting that the artist or whatever did that, put him through this technology, quote-unquote te- technology store, um, when he was having that internal Like kind struggle. of a crisis of intellect. Where, right. Yeah, that's kind of, like, not even the opposite, but it's similar to ID's, but instead of religion, it's him, like, still wanting to be the smartest person on the team. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and uh, Wolverine is just pissed that Warren broke up with her. Across town. <laughs> across, yeah, across down. Um, so we cut to her. She's all she's being all mopey. Um, calls Warren an idiot. Uh, you just broke up with me and I woke up from a beating. I hate talking, so why would I? Um, right. No, stop it. Get your head back in the game. So she's trying to re- refocus on the fight, uh, come up with a way to um, not kill Blob, but hurt him. Right. And so she's talking about how... Um, like an eye attack might kill him. Uh, where she could sever his Achilles tendon. Yeah. Um, but he has weird thick skin. <laughs> weird so thick skin. do that. Uh, yeah, could always just stab him through an eye and be done with it, but that might kill him. Um, there was another one, too. Shatter a knee if I can find it. Yeah, if I can find it, that's great. Um, and her thing gets interrupted. Her little thoughts process here gets interrupted by, uh, Angel just speeding out of that restaurant. Just blazing yeah. through town. Um, and she's just like, next time give me to the bolt. Just give me to the uh, just give me a bullet to the head next time, boyfriend. At least I know how to heal from that. Right. Um, and she's kind of worried that he's going so fast. Um, cut back to Blob fighting Idy, and it's not going so hot for Idy. And 
he's not even so much fighting her because she's not able to fight him back. Because, she, yeah, so she explains how her powers work here, where she needs a, a fire source or an ice source to, like, reverse it. Right. So she can't do anything because there's no fire or ice around here. Exactly. Um, so she's stuck. Um, Blob starts explaining he was, his previous plan, where he's like, I was going to make a dinner... I was going to have meals prepared by one of the best restaurants in town. And then ID's monologue kicks back in, and it's like, Hey, God, you there? Because, uh, like, I just saved your building. Can you save me, please? Right, um, right. So she's... This horrible person is either going to beat me or eat me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Blob is, like, freaking out that he can't get his meal prepared at this five-star restaurant anymore. And uh, I'll be lucky to find even half-decent takeout. Uh, so he's still determined to get this thing cooked tonight. He's eating this thing tonight. Um, that giant spittle glob on her face is disturbing. Oh, it's yeah, it sure is. Where he's screaming and just spitting. And she's like, <laughs> literally any sign God would help. And then... And she gets it. She gets a pretty good sign. Um, I mean, you can't get much of a... You can't sign. really top this. Um... And she's even like, look at you, an avenging angel with flaming wings. So Angel just comes in and swoops in on this dude. Right. And just starts wrecking house. Um, and Idy's like, as religious signs go, this one's pretty solid. See, but the thing is, like, he comes in, he comes in hot. He sure he, does. Uh, he takes down Blob, um, and then he immediately gets smacked down. Oh yeah, he so he had a good first move, t maybe two moves in there, and then he he just fell apart. Exactly. So his inner monologue is like trying to prove Laura wrong about how she's not hurting herself, and he's talking about like here's what happens when someone else goes head on. Like this is what I feel like. Um, when we met, you slept sitting up in the corner with the lights on, and am I supposed right. to forget about that because your like your costume color changed? Um, so he's just angry about the breakup. Warren plays it safe. He'll never understand the darkness. So uh, when this whole thing started, I thought he was going to go Archangel. Right, um, right. So he's like, but I, I think, I think he's about as close to it as you can. Get yeah, right. Without going full on Archangel. Um, so he shoves a re he shoves a thing of rebar up into uh, Blob's eye Bob's socket. Eye. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was intense. What? <laughs> like coming from Angel? Yeah. Um that was ridiculous. I mean, he was getting squish squished. Yeah, he's true. That was a good counter move on his part, but risky. <laughs> um And it's crazy that he did this when earlier on uh Wolverine was yeah. thinking about it and said that well, she could stab him in the eye but that might kill him. So I don't want to risk yeah. So he just goes for it. Yeah, uh, he's all he in didn't here. think two things about it. He was like, this is what's about to happen. Boom, it's happened. Um, understandably, that pisses Blob super off. Um, right. Oh, and the last thing Warren really says here is like, uh, there's darkness in me, but I keep that shit in check. Like, right. You, you, you have a problem. Um, and they're all just kind of being like, Warren, what are you doing? Like, this is a bit too much. Um, right. And he just goes for a whole nosedive maneuver here. Just, um, yeah, like, just bombing him, literally. Yeah, so he has his flames out full power and just just explodes on uh, Blob, and he is down for the count. 
Which is kind of crazy to me because, like, yeah, sure, he's flying down, like, what kind of protection does he have from this explosion? Yeah, I guess it's because it's his fire. Like, we're not sure if he can get hurt by his own fire or not, but... But even still, like, when he's hitting the ground... Right, like the impact, right? Yeah. Um, Unless it's kind of like, uh, Cannonball, when Cannonball... Oh, yeah. He's around and stuff, like, he's protected by his own, like, envelope. So that might be it. Like, the fire might protect him from it. Yeah, I don't know, but, like, that's Um, crazy. Because Blob is smoking now. Oh, yeah, he's done. He's, He's out. Um... And the last inner monologue for this issue we get is Laura Wolverine's like, I've seen Warren pull punches, and uh, especially since he got that fire, but now, like, this is this is what it's like when he lets loose, and it's kind of scary. Right. Um, and he's like, what, Laura's like, Warren, that was, and then he's like, what, stupid, reckless, embarrassing? And then she just never gets to finish her thought. Um, no, she's probably gonna be like, "That was awesome." Yeah, like that was rad. Um, <laughs> Warren's like, "I'm just gonna go pass out somewhere," and yeah. then um, Iceman, being the one responsible member of the team, is like, "We're gonna right. freeze him so he can't like get up." Exactly. Um, and then him and ID kind of have a moment of uh, talking about religion, and he's like, "What's it like going from super Gonzo Catholic to I don't know not?" And then right. um, he's like, "I sorry if that was too personal. I was like, oh, no, it's fine, but you have it wrong. Like, I'm still Catholic. Just because I'm angry doesn't mean I'm not Catholic anymore. Right. Um, which I thought is, I think this is a great way to handle this character because I'm like, oh, are they just going to make her, like, hate religion now? But no, like, her, her trying to, like, reconcile with her faith is awesome. Um, yeah, and I don't think that she would just be like, okay, never mind, I'm done with religion now because... Like, she got her sign. Yeah, like, she got her sign. Yeah, right. And she got angels, so... She got a literal angel. Right. And then, uh, poor Evan here, uh, gets crawling his way out of the water after he got flung. Right. Um, Yeah, that sucks. He was gone the entire time. Yeah, he was gone for the entire... most of that fight. So Iceman's like, you missed all the fun. And, uh, they pretty much explained what happened. Um... And then he lets the group know, like, hey, Scott got hit by a car, um, and it yeah. was towed, and that's why I was in the river. Um, and they're all like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, are you okay? That's crazy talk. And then he's like, no, no, you don't understand. We need to find Scott. Like, he's in huge trouble. And then we cut to some catacombs. Yep. Um, and he's in some, quote, big, bad, serious trouble. And we see Cyclops tied down to a pedestal here. And um, kind of just scanning the room, saying like, "All oh, these skulls used to be." Pe-. Or no, this is Toad talking. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, all these skulls used to be people. Now they're just bricks in a wall. One life, one death, and uh, doesn't much so much doesn't matter so much in the end." So we he has some plans for this younger Cyclops. Right. And that's where these two issues leave off. Is to- Toad has successfully kidnapped Cyclops. Exactly, and. Uh we see that um, these catacombs are normally open to the public or whatever. And so, like, it says that they don't reopen for nine hours, so Toad is looking to get his business done here. Yeah, pretty, pretty quick. Like, he has a time limit, yeah. so... Right. Um, and, yeah, so thoughts on these issues, Michael? Uh, I liked them a lot. 
And uh, I really like that now we've seen both members of the Brotherhood and the fight has basically concluded with uh, the Blob. Don't know what's going to happen to him and don't know what's going to happen with his eye or whatever. But <laughs> um, now we get to see the big fight or whatever um, with Toad, which should be exciting. Yeah, like um, they're... they're um Doing stuff with the Toad stuff they established a couple issues ago, and um, he did, he kind of didn't he kind of played second fiddle to Blob there for a bit. We didn't know what they were going to do with Toad, right? Um, and but now he uh, he takes center stage. Yeah. And, um, I, I mean, I've already read ahead the next couple issues, but like what comes up with Toad and stuff is very enlightening, and it's it's super interesting, and I really like what they're doing here. Yeah, and the right—I think like the writing hits its stride with these two issues. Like it very much feels like its own series now. Um, yeah, I agree. We get some character depth on ID and Bobby that's really good, and right. um, it's probably going to be explored more. Um, so we are counting the annual. There's 20 issues we'll be reading. So okay. um, we are not halfway through, but close. Right. So now uh, this has been issues what five and six. Five and six, and then so next week. Your homework now is seven and eight. Seven and eight, as well as so for next week, are we doing Fantastic Four on Tuesday or Thursday? Because it'll be out. Oh shoot! I was thinking that it was. Uh, we'll do it on Thursday. We'll Thursday. keep it on Thursday. Okay. So fantastic. So, so that'll be issue. Uh, so next. Next for these will be seven and eight, and then that following Thursday, your homework is going to be issue eight of all new X Men and issue two of the twenty eighteen Fantastic Four. Yeah. Or wait a minute. Wait a minute, Connor. Wait a minute. So Tuesday is <laughs> Tuesday is seven and eight of right. all new X Men, and then Thursday is, is nine two of Fantastic yeah, Four okay, yep. and nine of X Men. You caught me. Yep, nine, nine and two of yeah. So nine oh of X Men, two of Fantastic Four. I swear we have our stuff. together. Yeah, yeah. This happens every ending, but yeah, we have our stuff together. Numbers, are, <laughs> numbers are hard. Is what we're learning with this podcast. When um, we don't write anything down and just try to go from memory, it, it gets really messy. <laughs> it gets real blurry. Um, but so yeah, that'll be um, next week's docket here. So that's right. Can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. Um, have a good one, guys. All right, take it easy, Connor. All right, that's it. That's everything. That's all that we have this week. You can contact us on Instagram and Twitter at comic underscore companion. And you can email us at comicbookcompanion at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at mmorecomedy. And you can follow Connor at Attack on Wake Up. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would be so kind, please give us a quick five-star review we would very much appreciate it. Now, until next time, we have been your comic book companion.